is another episode of High Hopes as we are sitting around and waiting, waiting for the Phillies Facebook game to happen. As I am here with John Marks, and look at this. We are all excited. We're about to do a podcast without Jack Fritz. And who the hell walks in the studio right when we're recording? Yeah, I actually thought I wasn't. I didn't want to be <laughs> aggravated today. You were going to aggravate me enough for a good conversation, but but uh, but Gabe Kapler Jr. here, <laughs> Jack Fritz, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know if Jack's going to come back in or whatever. But yes, we are currently recording during the Phillies Mets rain delay. Which I mean, dude, I don't, I don't know why they didn't start the game. Yep. Until a, a rain came through, yep. but it had. Yeah. You could actually. I was in the studio with Mike Angelina, and during the breaks, Fransky and Stocker going back and forth, being like, "Do you see rain? I don't see rain." Well, why, I know when I looked. Why at, we started? I looked at the forecast. I guess what they thought was there's something to be coming in right now, and maybe done at two two thirty. I wonder if they decided they didn't want to start the game because Just to stop it. What's well, the Facebook Live? Because it's supposed to clear it's a great out. Point. So maybe they thought that people would tune in and be pissed. That the game went to rain delay and then not check back in, I don't know, but uh, it doesn't seem doesn't make much sense to sit around for an hour and a half or two hours waiting, waiting for the rain to start. They right. could have gotten two hours of yeah. The game I think in. part of it is look, if you're either team, the Mets or the Phillies, you've got Nola or Syndergaard on the hill today. You don't want to waste that start. You don't want to play for an hour, have no, you know Syndergaard or Nola pitch three innings. And then you get an hour Agreed. rain delay and you have to, to sit No, that's down. definitely part of it. This early in the season, you don't want to bring out Aaron Nola, uh, put him in for five and a third, and then yank him because of some pitches. stupid... <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, did I... I lost track of my... Uh... Well, let's get into that. Let's get into that. Real quick, also, um, for all the people out there who... Uh, who have complained about Facebook. I'm very sorry. I know that uh, people are really angry about this Facebook thing, but uh, that's either here or there. Unfortunately, are you pro-Facebook only I, game? I, I don't care. Like, it's fine. I, I watch all my games on a stream anyway. I watch it on the NBC Sports app, and I stream it to my television, so it, it's not a huge difference for me. It doesn't bother me, but I get it. Look, I get that the core audience of the Phillies is the older side. This is not something that a lot of people are excited for what it's worth, I haven't been to the Facebook page yet because I knew the game hadn't started, so I don't know how it looks. I've seen a lot of people tweet out that it's a really tiny with a I'm not on Facebook. I, I'm not on Facebook, and I have a desire to, to go to Facebook to watch it. I'm like you. I go to the NBC Sports app, yep. and I watch. A lot of times, if I'm if I'm, I'm up in bed and my wife's going to sleep, she's like, can we turn uh, turn the TV off? I just watch on my iPad or my phone. Me too. The, the, the picture's great. It's perfect. I stream. I do believe that it should be offered on the regular TV. Even if it's the MLB Network or whatever it is. Somewhere on TV. Some, I, I'm with you. Look, it's it's a big enough thing where there, people watch every single game. You know, This is something where a lot of people care about this team. They watch every single game. And on top of that, you're paying your cable bill if you are. If you're not like you know someone who streams it, you're paying your cable bill. It's, it's flat out stupid. And I, I would really like to know. I wanted to text John Brazier and at least get an idea of how the teams feel about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you know like, there's a major league. Ba- Facebook right. said, here's money, give us games, and, and Major League Baseball said, sure. And that's great. And I, lo- I like the fact that they are thinking outside the box and they're saying like, hey, let's try streaming it. But offer it, especially now, offer it on regular cable. Like, you guys, Sportsnet's had, or excuse me, NBC Sports Philadelphia and then their sub-channel has had Sixers and Flyers on the same night to where there's really nowhere else to put the Phillies. So I, I don't know what to say for those nights, right. but... If MLB Network should be picking up some of these games, I know ESPN doesn't 
isn't going to. But but anyway, yeah, I'm a little annoyed that it's not on regular TV, but I'll still be able to watch it. Same. Uh, I mean, well, get used to it. Apparently the Phillies are three of the first nine of these 25 Facebook games, so we're going to get more of this coming up in the near future. But, John, let's get into it. You and I haven't had a chance to talk on this show in a while. And no, it's been a while. Not since... Everybody's wanted to fire Gabe Kapler, and I'm losing my mind, John. And I look, I know, I, I think that, um, you know, it's been a tough start to the season. I think there is no, uh, any baseball fan, no matter how Jack Fritz level you are, you're going to be a little annoyed by the way this season has started. But what's your general take? I know you're not in the fire Gabe Kapler after four games camp like some people are. But where do you come down so far on what you've seen from the, the team and really from the manager through four games? Well, anybody that says you're going to – and it was really three games that people were talking right. about. I don't really – I don't even take any of that seriously. I, I kind of I, – I laugh and chuckle at the overreaction. <laughs> so I feel like we're overreacting yeah. and we know we're overreacting. You're asking the question of, is it too early? <laughs> of course it's too early. Is it too early to say to yourself like, hey, maybe there are going to be some growing pains? Of course not. And there clearly are going to be some growing pains – um, he was on with Angelo this morning. We're taping this on a Wednesday. He mm-hmm. was on with Angelo this morning. He offered an explanation of sorts to exactly what happened with Hobie Milner and not having somebody. Kind of he did. And then he also a- answered the question to Aaron Nola. And I, I, I kind of call BS on both. It's interesting because I thought the I agree with you the the BS on the first part. I thought his answer on Nola was pretty solid, but tell me why you didn't like it. So I mean, and maybe you can pull these up. I don't even know if if it's possible that we we're able to to pull it up and think. But so he, he let me start with the let me start with the the bullpen one. It probably was somebody else's fault, uh, or it could be somebody else's fault. But all he's doing is he's saying it's somebody else's fault without naming the person mm-hmm. because he's saying well. It's my responsibility, but now I'm going to make sure that better he, communication. This he didn't. And that, sure. He didn't come out and say it's somebody. Else. I had. I had called down there. Right. He was supposed to be up. I'm not saying that he needs to call anybody else out, but really, what he's doing is he's calling somebody out. You're just not naming them by name. Right. Go one way or the other. Just to, and what he should have done was a hundred percent take responsibility and just move forward. And that's it. That's it. Without an explanation. Andy Reid gave... I agree. Andy Reid would give a, it's on me with no explanation. I have to do a better job. Boom. You can't, you can't end, say end it's all it. on you. Because I, it's not on you if someone else screwed up. Right. Bottom line, it's really but not on okay you. I'm okay with the manager getting his whoever's back, his coaching staff, it is on him. I, I'm okay with that. Again, first-time manager, he's going to have... And I, and I like him. I do. I like the fact that, that he does talk. I think he's eventually going to maybe talk a little bit too much for his own good. So I, I that whole part, I was just like, dude... Like either either you you did it and then it's over. Like don't say oh it's all my blah 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 blah. Right with the Nola thing here here here's here's what it comes down to. Let me ask you this: Why do you think he took him out? Did he take him out because he was the number of pitches that he's thrown, and or was it just totally because on Angelo this morning he had talked about the matchup, but then he said oh and we knew coming in out there for a long time, which by the yeah, but that, I, I'm okay with that, that part of it. That's not why he lifted him. He lifted him because he liked the, the left-on-left matchup. So he, so half of what he's saying is BS. It had nothing to do with his well, pitch count. Well, I think here's the thing. I don't think it had nothing to do with his pitch count. I I do agree, and I think that they I think they came in purposefully saying we're not going to let Nola go too long today. Coming off 40, I, I, purposeful. And, and I agree should. with that. I think that's right. It was just bad timing the way it worked out. And to the point about the lefty-lefty matchup and the Hobie Milner stuff, He's right about that. I mean, Milner is a left-hander. He is tough to face hitters. And look, the 15 best hitters in baseball. All right, the guy, the guy made a great play. He got it. He, he knocked one out of the park. 
I'm okay with the no lefty lefty, and I'm okay. I'm okay with the process instead of being over the results. I think the issue there, and I think you hit on it there too, is the kind of, you know it, it looked like he was focusing too much on the numbers and not enough on the feel for the situation. I do agree that given that situation, he says, well, if all else was equal and he had thrown 48 pitches, or it was the maybe the middle of the season, maybe. He- I, I firmly believe that 75% was the matchup. And, that, and this is what worries me. And 25%. That in that situation, you're going to see this regardless of it's the middle of the season. Right. And, and that's what, and here's what I think happens. He eventually changes a little bit because he's going to realize that, that you know, analytics are all they are, are really numbers. You don't have to use them. It's just something to look at and, and take, just take more information, information. And, and go from there. But these people aren't robots. Like, I, I heard that's it, a big key. I heard him say that, well, the, and, and I don't know if he re- wrote this too, the third time around the line, uh, Nola, the. It's like a 200 point jump in OPS. Big, big jump Significant. for the batter. And you know what? Hitter is like, a, you know, Eric Hosmer type level guy. Again, 830 hit I think, OPS. I think if you took most starting pitchers, the third time around the lineup, of course they're going to have better timing on you. Remember Jamie Moore, first time, on the, first time around the lineup, he would fool guys in Scotland. Second time he'd struggle. And then the third, third time, time you want him you out. Had to, yeah, you had you to. You want him out because they, they're, they're smashing him. Yep. So that's he's a five or six inning pitcher. Nola, this early in the season? Of course, yeah. Is, the, is, the, is it going to change? Sure. But relying solely on that number based on stats, I have a question. On, in the outings that Nola was sharp and was looking really good, what was the OPS the third time around the line? So, well, that's a great question. And that's why I think you hit on a, a perfect point, John, in that— He you, was sharp, by the well, way. Yeah, and you can't—the point is you can't look at these numbers as a, a whole thing. You can't just say, oh, the third time through the line, but it's an 830 OPS. That's the way it if is. If he's struggling. What you should do is, like you're saying, man, like go back and look at that that 10-start streak where he had six innings or more, two earned runs or less. See how he looked the third time through the line in those games. It's not a, a They have 30 full-time— math guys that are working in their front office, which is great. I think it's a good thing. It's great. Number for when he's sharp. Because when he's not sharp, and even if he's not giving up runs, but he's getting out of innings, he gets a double play, the weather's bad. But when he's not sharp, maybe those numbers are different. Because now they're just they're waiting to get to the third time around, and it's just kind of the luck that's helped them before now isn't. But when he's sharp, I'd like to see what those numbers and are. And then also those numbers can be inflated by one bad time through the uh, lineup a third time. You give up six runs, you you go through and you get really shelled. That's really going to inflate those types of numbers across the board and all that type of stuff as well. Here's the other problem. It's it's not just about pulling them in the, in the fifth inning. Because you know what, James? The bullpen gave up six runs in the eighth and ninth yep. inning. That home run had nothing to do with nope. the loss. Had it nothing didn't. to do they with the loss. They were up 5-2 after that. They I mean, were up 5-2. to two. If Neris does his job, if if they tack on any more Morgan runs, doesn't this, come that, in, all that stuff. Here's the problem: he double he doubled up on that with using eight relievers in nine innings, mm-hmm. and then, then a ninth reliever to get through eleven, and then he had to use Pedro Florimon the very next day. Right. For what it's worth, like you're down eleven runs, bro. I I you didn't oh, have anybody left. But 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 in that case, even if he did, I'd rather use a position player. Like that game's over. Like why waste an inning of an arm? You know what I mean? Why waste any pitches on someone who's going to throw meaningful pitches this season? That the four month thing of everything is the thing that I have the least problem with. The problem were, was that right. two in that spot to begin with. That's the real thing but you want to. The, the, the have an problem issue is now you've been through three games and you've exhausted your bullpen right. three games into the right. season. And they got actually kind of got lucky with that snow out in the sense that it gave the bullpen a chance to rest. And 
And for what it's worth, in the 2 nothing loss, I thought he handled the bullpen perfectly. Like, I don't think you could have asked for a better job. The lefty-righty stuff worked. You know, bringing, uh, keeping Milner in, forcing him to take Gonzalez out, bringing Ramos in. Like, I thought that all worked really well. I have, I don't, I don't think he's an idiot. Yeah, I, I don't think that he doesn't understand baseball. He's sharp. But Gabe Kapler's a sharp dude. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he's he's going to figure it out. That's the way I have to look at it right mm-hmm. now is give him some time to figure it out. And I, that's the thing. I think that we kind of maybe got a little jaded because of Chip Kelly. And look, Chip Kelly is the perfect type of comp for Gabe Kapler in the way he goes about his business, the way he acts. And I think we've already seen, and even with the interview from Angela, whatever else you want to take from it, he was more self-aware and more willing to admit being wrong than we ever saw Goes a long Chip way. Kelly. It goes a long way. It goes a long way. And it also pe- makes a difference. Pe- I want him to think he's wrong when he's wrong. Yeah, people have their pitchforks out now. They're waiting for more mistakes. And here's the problem well, that, with it. Like, real quick, like like the 2 nothing game where it's like that that was so overrated, the, the non-double play on the on the shift. Like, sure, like, you know, you would like Kingery to be in the right position there. But that's not why they lost that game. They lost that game because they got three hits and went over set with runners. No, you're, it's one of those early April games where it's cold. No one wants to be up there hitting off of Harvey throwing, even if he's throwing 95, 96. Yep. It's a tough game. To, it's a tough, and they got two runs. Not like the Mets were hitting the cover off the ball no. either. It was yeah. a nasty game. It was one game. inning. It was one, be, one inning of scoring, and that was good, it. It's going to be nasty and cold today yeah, and yeah, windy by the time they actually start Noah this game. Noah Syndergaard throwing 98. It's going to be awesome. Which I'm probably not going to be on the air today because <laughs> yeah, the game right. still hasn't started. Your so. show is not happening. Yeah, you so came the, in to do this I today. came in to do this. It's now I can, Now we can go a little bit later if we want. <laughs> I love but, it. By the way, I wanted to add this for everybody. If you're enjoying this, uh, please, and, and we're gonna we're gonna have a set schedule for when we're gonna do this. So we're gonna we're gonna try to do a Sunday night one, and then we're gonna do a uh, a fifty one minute podcast <laughs> because it's going on Philly's Phil's twenty four seven, which is on ninety eight point one HD HD. So the two people out there that think about HD radio, you can hear us. Do you know <laughs> so when you're one of those two people? Is the thing. <laughs> the funny thing is, I did this show Phillies today last year all year for Phillies twenty four seven network. And only one person ever said anything. Ever to me. Yeah, it was you. It was yeah, you. me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh well, let me tune James in, and I went to tune James in, and it was a, it was a podcast from 2011, <laughs> or no, 2012, yeah. and I was like, wow, I guess they play the old episodes because <laughs> it was it was spring training, and whoever was doing it, and I don't remember his name, was making the case for why the why the Phillies. We're still going to compete and contend that year. <laughs> Chase Utley can still do it. And it, the, the six years of hindsight was amazing. So I'm like, so that was on. And and then I found out that, no, it was a mistake. It yeah. shouldn't have been airing. Yeah. All right, so Fritz just came in here. Fritzy. What's up, Fritz? So I, th- we, I think we know where Fritz comes down on the whole Gabe Kapler of it all. As uh, Look at the smile on Fritz's face. No, I know. But see, but here's the, here's the thing. He he has a little bit of Cowherd and Skip Bayless in him. And he just has some millennial in him as well. And then he, he's a sharp baseball mind. Uh-huh. But he'll like to it's play the other combination side. combination right there. Right. Like, James, you and I can have a game where you can be like, hey, people are going over the top. I still <laughs> believe in a lot of what they do, but there's some things that you can't do. He's he's saying, like, oh, everything's capitalist well, doing okay, great. Okay, real fine. quick, real quick, because I think, great. I think of all the stuff that's happened in the first four games, the one thing that is inexcusable, and he's a first-time manager, and I'm going to give him a pass, but it can never, ever, ever, ever happen again, is you cannot call to the bullpen and not have a guy ready. That cannot yeah, kinda, happen. So Jack Fritz, step into the microphone here, defend that. No, and I kind of I glazed over it because I had talked about it on the air. I've watched baseball, uh, I don't know how many games in my career. Uh, in, in my life, I've never seen it happen. I've never seen a manager go to the bullpen and there was no throwing or ready to come in the game. 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I don't like being painted as a <laughs> artist. I just think I think it's egregious. Like, here's the thing: is I think the Phillies are moving in the right direction. And whether you want to believe that or not believe that, I don't really care. The Phillies are moving in the right direction. This is the way baseball is going. And unfortunately, like I love the old school. I like the old school. I love old school baseball. I like pitchers going deep into games. I like bunning guys over. I like all that stuff. I think that's great. That's what baseball is in my mind. But that's not the way it's get, the way the way the game's played anymore. And I know it's been. Four horrible, five horrible games, and it stinks. But here's the thing, is that baseball's moving manager, he's made some mistakes, pulling Nola was obviously a mistake, but, like, when the hell are we going to get over it? Like, <laughs> like when are, like, all I've heard is, like, he pulled Nola, he pulled Nola. Like, who cares? He was the he, first game. It was it was bad. It was a bad decision, but it's always process over results. Like, But if, here's the problem the with it. Job, we're not even talking about Here's this. the problem with it. He, he says he would do it again. Yeah. So, I, by the way, I don't believe that. Because I, I, what happens is then you're like, wow, well, even if you believe in the analytics, you realize, well, I can't keep doing this. No, it's failing. Yeah. But he, he said it on Lanzo the other day. He would do it again. Okay, well, then you're an idiot. Because if you know the re- end result, of course you wouldn't do it again. Right? And I think that's how he could answer it. It was like, well, Angelo, I know how it worked out, so no, I wouldn't do that again. But so he should know that here's they're going to blow why a 5-0 lead. Here's why I did it. No, I said to James earlier in the podcast that that – had nothing to do with the game. They were still up five to two, six runs in the eighth and ninth inning. It had it. It did. It didn't. It wasn't. Be, that didn't change the game necessarily. It, it maybe gave them a little bit of momentum. But if the bullpen does their job, they win it. If it happens again in June or May, I'll be terrified. I'll be petrified because you can't get sixty-eight pitches out of your ace and expect to go. Uh, expect to but win Jack, ball games. I'm even okay with him putting a, a pitch limit. On him because he had thrown what four innings was the most he'd thrown in spring training or whatever. But here's the problem with it: it didn't have anything to do with the pitches. He he wanted the he wanted the matchup. It didn't have anything to do with the pitches, or he would have taken him out after five, right? Because he he he, he just had him come up at the at the end of the the, the inning. So of course, if you're worried about it, so it is, he wanted he wanted the situation. He wanted the left on left. He has some freaking stat out there that tells him this is what to do. These guys aren't robots. My one problem with the stats is that it, it's been a lot of small sample sizes. Yeah. Very like, Ho- small Hobie sample Milner's sizes. Hobie Milner, has, has, he's faced Freddie Freeman yeah, five but, times. But then what I said to James was, well, when when Noel's really sharp, what's the OPS the third time around the rotation? Like when he's, right. when he's pitching shitty, yeah, I'm sure the OPS is going to be through the roof. When he's really sharp, what is the, the third time around the line? I mean, you just can't use numbers and say, well, this is the way it is, so I'm going to do it. I agree. There's The devil's in the details. Here. Right, I agree. But we all agree that, like... Me, this I was hoping. Start. Um, me too. I'm pretty. I'm pretty pissed. Right. I was ready, man. I was ready to be walking around my maroon. Oh, I was over the top. At the end of. uh, I told you the Phillies are gonna be freaking awesome. Everybody just relax and have a cream soda. Yeah, and I do think you make. I think you make a good point too, though, about the robots thing and about all that. I think that that's something, and I don't think it, look, Kepler played in the majors for 12 years. He doesn't think that baseball players are robots. But I do think that there, that you have to be in these situations as a manager. You have to understand how players react as a manager rather than as a player. And I think that's something that he's hopefully going to assume that he's going to learn. And I think that's something that really can help moving forward. All right. Part of this podcast. Um, obviously, it's not going to help anyone listening. 
but you'll hear it. But we're going to tweet it out. Second Martyrs Podcast can be a little Facebook live action where people can get involved. On the WIP account. Facebook on the live. WIP. Well, no one listening to this, it really doesn't matter. I mean, it's going to, I guess they can go back and well, watch it. Least, if they don't want to listen, they can go back. It'll be on the Facebook page to but listen. It ex- explains where it's coming from. Right. It's not yes. just coming from we're outer not just, space yes, where we're getting true. these. Facebook is a real hot button issue right now, so you're right. We should make sure we clarify. Uh, I'm, like, sure Jack's, I'm sure Jack's <laughs> anti-TV. What's your thought on it? Real quick, Facebook thing. Get in here. No, no, but everybody has Everyone's on this particular. On this. Get in. Are you are you as angry as some people that the game's not on TV? I mean, I wish it was on TV. It'd be Me way, too. It'd be way better if it was on TV. But like, I don't know. Just go watch it on Facebook if you really want to watch it. Listen, these well, old people have nothing else to do besides go on Facebook all day anyway. Just yeah, go but watch, maybe. Go watch the game. But here's the thing. It's- Right, it should yeah, be an sure. option. It's your well, low, then, it's, but it's, you're not gonna get a good, good test sample size if it's if there's options because obviously people are trying to watch on TV. They're trying to figure out if things work on Facebook. Well, right. What it comes down to is the fact that Major League Baseball paid or got paid for this by Facebook, and that's it. Like end of story. That's all. No, it it's it's a good it's a good test case, but I I never think it's a good thing when your fans can't watch or well, especially when it's Nola versus Syndergaard. Yes. Like, people need to watch Noel Syndergaard. Or the fifth game of the season when you're trying to get people excited about Phillies baseball. But it's yeah. not the Phillies' fault. I'm, no. I, I'm not. I'm not happy about it. But I, I mean, I, I'm not really inconvenienced. I can watch. I watch a lot of the games on my phone anyway. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter to me. But I, I just, I don't think it's a good. I, 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 you're right about the money. I think that they they hear everybody talking about how baseball is this old sport and they need to change things and everything else. Oh well, let's stream it. That's great for the young viewers. That doesn't change the game. Viewers aren't going to be like, oh, what's this? Oh, this is baseball? I've oh, never cool. heard of this. I'm on Facebook. I'm just checking out pictures, but I made this baseball game. Or maybe like, they're, a- they're looking at the old demo, like Jack said, that people will be like, oh, I'm on Facebook here talking about Donald Trump. Was oh, that a political <laughs> meme? Oh, is that a baseball game? Perfect. <laughs> Isn't that what Facebook's for is fighting about the president and uh, and and looking at grandchildren's yeah, or, or children's picks. And something about fake news. I don't know. I've heard that somewhere. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're coming right back. Uh, won't meet, we're going to be like right back for you guys, but for us it'll be a couple minutes. But Facebook Live coming up next. We are live. How about that? What is up? No one's going to be able to see it because it's on Facebook is the problem. So it, yeah. it will not be watched. Well, it's the first one have been be seen in a on, on TV. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, see, we, we're, we're, we're down with Facebook. Apparently, everybody else not so happy about the game on Facebook. But, well, yeah. it's just pe- people have to complain about, you know what I mean? So they're complaining <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, you could say that. Do I think it's it's wise to not have baseball available on TV? Of course I don't. I can watch the I, – I don't have – I'm not on Facebook, but I can watch the NBC Sports app, and that's how I watch a lot of the stuff anyway. But for people that don't have access to that, they should be able to watch – at home on their TV, so I, I I don't think it's smart, but I think it's also the end of the world. Yeah, no, what? and it's the future. It's where we're going. Sad, yeah, but no, ca- cable is on the way down. I mean, let's be real. As soon as they figure out a way to charge us two hundred fifty bucks a month to be able to stream stuff, we're then then they'll do right. away with cable. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that's really bothersome to me is this was a what time was one ten? And they're going to be starting, I guess, in fifteen minutes. It hadn't even really rained there yet. <laughs> it was just drizzle. I was just talking to Mike Angelina and, and, and Moshe, and they both said that, that they could have been playing this whole time. They were waiting for a storm to through. A band. So selfishly, because I want to be on the air today, sure. 
we're probably, I'm probably not going to get on the air today. I don't I know if I can ever get on the air. I would say very unlikely. Right. If you do, it'll be one of those 15. That should be fun. Yeah. So maybe I'll <laughs> stick around and do and do uh, final out yeah, with, with final uh, out. Joe, with Joe Giglio. But it's actually the Jack Fritz show with Joe Giglio is what it's uh, It's what it's turned yes, into. Yes. And there's Jack right there. So the people that are, that are tuned in right now, we do a podcast that we'll, we'll be doing two or three times a week, at yep. least twice a week during the Philly season uh, that you can subscribe to through. Stitcher and all that good uh, stuff. CVS, Rite Aid. Do we really? Don't you love when people have to explain where they can find the podcast? I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to find where the podcast is. And I love it when they go through the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) The whole, like, 10 different places of mine. It's like, iTunes. All right, cool. Thanks. We're good. (laughs) It's awesome. We'll we'll take your questions and answers. And, uh, yeah. And and, and we tweet everything out. So you at High Hopes Pod on Twitter. Give us a follow. Yep. Give us a follow. Check it out. But we do. Uh, you know, we're we're we started this last year because, frankly, it's tough to talk about baseball a lot on the air unless the team's good, or unless right? Gabe Kapler is the manager, apparently, or unless Gabe <laughs> Kapler is the manager. Yeah, so uh, so it g- kind of gave us an avenue as big Phillies fans and big baseball fans to to be able to talk about the team that we like rather than trying to kind of fit it in there and worry about people tuning it out, and especially with the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So yeah, this is something from Mike Angelini, Big Daddy. Overnights, he's a part of the show. We have sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing a minor league report, which is long time coming. I mean, long time. Coming. John Mark minor league report since I've known him. It just hasn't been on the air, so this is very exciting. No, it's, actually, just for, it's just for me, yes. it's not for anybody else. <laughs> you can I mean, I feel like we've been talking minor league baseball for like five years, and I very rarely, if ever, get to hear you say it on the air. So Jack Fritz is our draft expert. We're gonna we're gonna commingle the segments. Yes, he is because... literally the only person not employed by Baseball America who gives a crap about the college baseball draft. So. Well, I like up. it come June, right, or, like or the I end like of May. It. I like it once I find out who's going to be affiliate, and then I'll follow his career from there. Uh, Jack's going to put a mock out, by the way. <laughs> the, uh... But anyway, let me read a tweet here while we wait for the questions. So get your questions in to us. Let me give you a tweet from John Barchard. He, who's that? He, he, Is that uh, someone I should know? He's a guy that uh, <laughs> used to be on WIP. No, he, John Barchard, Blue and Green Nation, yes. WIP. Here, here's the tweet. Phillies have played four games, and Kapler has already lost everyone in this city. Impressive. Oh, yeah, and ridiculous. Kind of feels like a halfway pandering tweet to inflame some people and get some retweets. Here's the thing. All right, here's the deal. People are overreacting. People are, are, are being stupid. They're not overreacting to what happened in some of the games and, and some of the moves, but anybody that's saying right now that he they don't really mean it, and he hasn't lost the city. They start winning games, everybody's going to forget about it. Immediately. So, he has to, he, they just have to win games. Complain about them. Come All Star break, mm-hmm. they better be winning. Going to be pissed. That's the bottom line. Yeah, that is the bottom line. But at the same time, I think that I think that it's also that Kapler was coming in as this different type of guy, analytics, all this type of stuff. And I do think there is a portion of this fan base that was looking, not wanting him to fail, but was looking for the first to jump on him. And that opportunity came immediately, and they pounced. I, I think that was part well, of Howard. It too. Howard was well, like that. The game even started. There like, was I'm, nobody happier to see oh my the failure than Howard. I could see his smile through his tweets that he was putting out about Kapler. Oh yeah, we had him on the show on Thursday. What was it? The, the I guess it would be a, the day of uh, opening day, and the game hadn't even been played yet, and he is just ready to murder this team. Like he's just ready to kill the guy. Yeah, well, uh, basically, you know, look, look at his Sixers takes and some of his yeah, other takes. If it's, if it's not Eagles, he's where he's going with, yes. with a lot of what he says. Starting shortstop on this team? Yes. Yeah, Howard owes me 100 bucks because 
I had said that J.P. Crawford would be the starter. Well, I you know he's going to get said out at of the that. beginning of the year. He's going to say, "Well, J.P. Crawford only starts some games at shortstop." No, he, they have Kingery and blah blah. Uh, you know how right? he's going to. He's come not going to get out of it. Now the net, I, we doubled down on that hundred bucks Ooh. with Ben Simmons. I, he said won't be the rookie of the year, and I was like, "Okay, how would you want to give, give me a hundred bucks?" Right and left, huh? To charity, by the way, I'm not going to pocket that money myself. Going to charity, <laughs> so he's, he already owes me. He's going to owe me two hundred dollars. Maybe I'll, I'll contribute some to charity. Yeah. Uh, no, it'll be contributed to charity. Well, to, to Bartard's point, though, and I, I do think that... Um, got 119 likes. Oh, so the pandering worked. All right. Well, I got to learn a thing or two from that. But... No. Yeah, I don't think... Oh, so that's why it happened. Thank you, Porter. I, I'm, I, I, uh, yeah, that's what did it. I don't think it is... I, I don't think he's pandering as much as I think he's just saying... Like, And he's right. It, like the, to, to, to have anything close to fire Kapler after four games is a... Sh- Terrible, awful take. But, but James, every sport in this city, every every we team, just you have you we have did a idiots week of shows and yes, three. They're calling and say this. Just it happens all the time. A week no one of shows. Here's what you have hey, to do. We won the Super Bowl. Aren't you happier? Are you going to be less angry? Blah blah. And everyone's like, yeah. yeah. And, 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 here, and here's and an, a month later. And here's more truth. They'll be bo- they'll be they'll be booing and calling and calling for people's jobs. Five games into the season if they're not they winning will. games. Of All right, because that, that's what we do. You have to take it for what it's worth and enjoy it. I enjoy the overreaction. <laughs> I laugh. When I hear people call in to Angelo or whoever or call us up in the afternoon and say, they need to get rid of him right now. <laughs> you know, I just, I just laugh because it's... It, I do too. While it's you, funny. While it's you funny. Laugh, of course you shouldn't fire a guy after three games. You know who doesn't think it's funny and takes it very personally and gets incredibly right, angry yeah. about it? Like Me. I get texts from Jack like... Me. I, if I hear one more, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna I'm gonna freak out. Yeah, because I can't take it. It's, just, it's like it's it's just the it's just the dumbing down of sports conversation is just infuriating to me. To where it's like, well, this guy doesn't know what he's doing already. What it's been five games, get him out. We don't need him here. <laughs> Analytics are bad, even though the two teams in the World Series last year yeah. were two of the most progressive teams the, in the entire the game. The two most analytically inclined. And the teams last two in teams won by tanking, which again works uh, per usual. Uh, it's just the overreaction to everything that goes on. Like we are, we are literally like maybe drive of the first series of a football season. Well, into- you average it out. Look, they are four games into the season. You are halfway through the first quarter of the first game of the fo- of the football season. That's the- how f- we said about Doug Pierce. I, I people keep bringing up Chip Kelly with Gabe Kapler. Why aren't people Peterson an analytically inclined coach who got bashed in his first year, didn't know what he was doing, and then comes back in the second year and is the best coach in the sport? A lot because of his use of analytics and his ability to think differently. That worked out. Analytics are good. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought that math averages out to a good thing over time? Uh, but I mean, not like with Gabe Kapler. There's things he's done so far that I haven't liked at all. Uh, but I think he's also a first-time manager. He's got experience. He played for 12 years. Like he, it's just give him some time. It's been. It's just I can't. I can't take the overreaction. Just, just calm down. Just calm down. <laughs> if it's happening in a month, I will. I will join you on the fire Kapler bridge. But like. It's the first month of the season. Yeah. The first five games of the well, season. Well, and a guy who's, again... Arietta's not even pitching yet. Yes, and he's look, he has never managed before. I, he's got all the baseball experience in the world, as you said, played 12 years, player development, all these types of things. He just hasn't managed before. Give the guy a chance to figure out what it is. He seems like a bright guy. He seems like someone who is willing to at least learn from his mistakes, or at least he says he is. So we And for see some reason, this pisses people off. But, like, 
Also, like, <laughs> like most things Jack like, says. I don't right? know why this makes me so <laughs> mad, but I tweeted this. Like, he's down Nishak and Hunter. Nishak and Hunter were brought in here to be just, just stop. Two, your two best bullpen To stop runs in the, in yeah. the middle of a game. Like, that's what they were brought in to do. Arietta's not pitching yet. Uh, Vince Velasquez hasn't gone past the first inning since that Padres game two years ago. Like, it's not, it's not like he's willfully going out there to lose baseball games. Like... Well, I hope not. <laughs> well, Tommy Tommy Hunter, <laughs> Tommy Hunter was one of the best relievers in the game last year. He was awesome. And they don't have him. They don't have him. They don't have him or Nishak. Nishak was an all-star last year. That's another thing. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. But, like, I don't know. It just... <laughs> there, there's, there's... Whatever. It doesn't really matter. But, like, I don't know. I'm mad. I'm mad. The one thing I do... You can tell. The one thing I do think is a little bad is, is the fact that, like, you, you, you spent whole offseason telling Franco he's got to do this, do that, if he wants to be a, a long-term member of this team. And he goes out in his first game, walks twice, and then is on the bench. So what's that positive reinforcement? I think that's fair. I mean, granted, you're a Franco stan, but yes. But I I don't like like making the lineups a week out. I don't either, actually. I agree with you on that. I like if a guy's hot. If a guy's hot, yeah, I'm I'm totally okay with that. I agree with that, actually. does he change things? Well, that's what we don't know. Does he say that, all right, here, and you're watching or listening right now, Gabe Kapler had said during the pregame show, I believe, opening day that he yes. makes the lineup seven days out six or seven days out i'm sure that he would adjust based on injury well based by, on, based on injury is going to have nicked to right? up well i mean it's one thing you're not in the lineup it's another thing maybe if you're like yeah, elbows a little bit sore right. give give him an extra day but if a guy is on fire why would you take him out and i feel like that he will anyway I mean, that's, don't you get don't you get that idea that I'm sure that he's willing that's to what change I'm worried about. it that's what i'm worried but about. i don't think that he's going to change it unless I mean, I don't I'm even know. No, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried. I heard that. I didn't like it. I, I don't think that's how you, you do baseball. Uh, I'm with you. Look, people get on. I'm not a, and I know the stat community is not very, and this is probably why, stat community is not big believers in streaks. They look at it all independent, whatever. I, I think you get hot. Sometimes you see the ball like a balloon coming at you. You know, sometimes you're just locked in. It's a I, mental game. Yes. When, when, when the game's in your head, yes. whether you're a pitcher or a batter, it's in your head. Yes. The one thing Charlie Manuel did very well was he knew when to to ride a guy with the keep going with him he knew when times really really struggling and i well, tra- well tra- charlie sat him down <laughs> for for i think the last time this might have even been 2008 where you felt like he was going to be a lost cause and charlie sat him down for you know a decent amount of time where he and came back he yep. really did did the same thing with brett myers no you're right and, and i think Eventually, Kapler. Everybody's just assuming that you're going to have a robot manager. He's going to figure it out. Yep. He's going to know the proper balance of using the analytics. Or he's going to fail and spectacularly. Still being a that's exactly right. Look, or he's spectacularly. Like that's it. it he, these are things that have to happen. And we believe, based on what we've heard, seen, whatever from Kapler, that he is going to make adjustments. But obviously, if he doesn't, it's going to be a real issue. You got any questions coming in, Porter? A lot of stuff. I mean, more so. <laughs> <laughs> How many fire fritz comments have we got? Yeah, read them. Jessica's saying hi, have a good day. Ah, you too, oh, Jessica. Seltzer's the man, Jackie Cox will throw 82. Ooh, Todd's got when, your back. When's that like happening? It. When's May it happening? May 16th. May 16th, okay, Jack let's is... take a pool uh, of where we're at. Yeah, explain what's happening. Jack is, uh, Jack is throwing out the Thank first you. pitch at a Reading Phillies game. It's one of those uh, 11 o'clock games that they have, yeah, so the kids come. Yeah. So Jack's throwing out the first pitch. He claims former base. He claims that he can still do or he's going to throw 81 it. 81 and a half is the over-under. Um, oh, I'm going under. And if really? I, and if I, if I, I believe lose, in Fritz. If I lose, I have to dress as a mascot for the Reading Phillies all day and be that guy. 
Or, Jill, or if I go if over, you if I go over, Jillio has to do it. So Jillio doesn't believe in you either. No, wow, no one believes in me. That's I can't awesome. believe the hate that's going. I, I, I'm putting it on the record. I might be. The, I think I'm the only person at WIB. No, I'm with you. You with me? Yeah. He's gonna do it. Fritz gonna. He's, he's a, he's a no, pitcher. He he's gonna throw yeah. over eighty-one now. Uh, he, he, he feel, doesn't know he's he can throw eighty-two right now. I feel so right confident now. he's gonna throw over eighty-one. He even said he goes. Been a couple years since I did it. Fritz, don't make me look bad. I got your back here. Here's my worry. Remember when uh, what's it? What John Ross from the Bengals ran that four two forty? Yeah, and then he couldn't. Then his and then, season then he, was over. No, but he was hurt and after he, he like, finished fell running down it. As he running, he like finished at the end and like crumbles to he the was ground. Hurt. You're like, oh god! But I never heard anybody mention that. They just talked about how fast he ran it. So if Jack throws eighty two, but he has to have Tommy John surgery, or he literally is a compound fracture in his arm. I don't know if it's worth it. Oh, it's worth it for I me. I should still win the bet. No, see, that's what I'm saying. It's worth if it for me. If you have major injury, no, it doesn't no, count. No, I'm factoring this in. It's, I, I'm fine. <laughs> throw your shoulder out. Get over 81 listen, and a half. Listen, I don't care if I throw my shoulder. I will do a lot of things to win a bet. That's what I'm talking about. I don't, talking I don't about. care. This I'll be dedication. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm also not going to be a first-round pick in the NFL draft like John Ross was That's going right. all out to win a four-yard dash. I'm just going to be pressing buttons back there. I can do that on a torn rotator. You're damn right you can, Fred. Of course I can. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. What's the highest you ever threw back in the day? 86. Okay. Okay. Must have been a quick gun. Okay. Okay. Listen, I was a control guy. 86 86. <laughs> what else we got, Andrew? Steve Trout says Johnny Marks looks like Charlie Day. Well, that's oh. funny because I sound like Charlie Day. That's he amazing. Looks like Rob, he looks more that? like Rob McElhenney than he does yeah, Charlie Day. I think there's no question yeah. about that. I.e., I have a beard and I'm white. I legit sound like Charlie Day. I mean, that's a thing. Yeah, enough James, people say it. Enough people have said it. Yeah. yeah. James Fran says, fire Kaplan before it's too late. <laughs> there it is. Kaplan. Fran, you're, we're talking right to you, buddy. Fire Capper's a strange duck. That's yes. true. Um, <laughs> are the Phillies a playoff team? It's very early. Yeah, but we, I think James and I both yeah. were. James You're changing your predictions, basically. Well, James, yeah, James um, was a little bit more bold than me. I believe you. I was, I was <laughs> like, put it in this perspective. I was saying nine and seven for the Eagles. James went ten and six. James was saying no, this team's making the playoffs. Yeah. I was kind of like. It was partially also at playing, wins. playing off you at 86. I was coming in thinking 86, to be honest. And you went 86, and I was like, ah, oh, man. 86 is right there so, to get and in I the playoffs. But it's a 9-7. I had to do the double jump and went to 88. I didn't feel great about it. 86 was the number, Matt. And I thought they, I think they'll contend. I'm, I'm not backing I'm not, off yeah, I'm not backing They're gonna off They're going to play meaningful it. September baseball. It's early. They could have a really bad April, July and August. This lineup's going to be hitting. I think Kapler's eventually going to, going to have to tinker with the lineup and figure it mm-hmm. out. I don't. I don't like Santana batting second. I know he is the second and the fourth. He doesn't have any speed. You get a guy on the base pass with a little bit more speed can create havoc. That looks like a, a, a place to put Kingery in, in my opinion. Is second bother me as much? I'm okay with that, but I understand that as long as my second, my one and two hitters get on base, I don't care if they're they're Fritz slow. Yeah. But that's slow. Well, you know, maybe move, move Cesar out of there and put, <laughs> put Kingery there. No, but I'm with you. I understand what you're saying. And I also think that um, one thing just to, to kind of mention is, look, a one and three, one and four stretch, a one and eight stretch or whatever, if it happens in July, no one's talking about it. Nobody. It's just that it's the start of the season. Well, it's the worst thing that could happen for Gabe Kapler was to start Yep. On not even with losses, but losses like this where he's doing stu- – again. It couldn't have been worse. I've never seen – and I'm not 80 years old, but I've watched a lot of baseball. Me too. I've never, I've never seen, seen a manager go out. I've never and seen it. There's nobody warming up. I've never seen it. Like that's never guy. happened. Before. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And by the way, and we talked about this earlier in the podcast. Um, 
he total BS answer. He said it to Angelo again today. He might, but he might as well have just said, "Yeah, it was somebody else's fault." But I'm not going to tell you. you can't take responsibility all you want. You take responsibility, you move on. You can't take responsibility and then say, "Oh, and you know, I'm making yeah. sure that that never." He happens should have gone again. one way or the other. Yeah. It should have been, "Hey, I made the call. It didn't work out. That won't happen again." Or this is all my fault. I'm reading sorry. Between the lines, reading between the lines of his answers to that, he's putting it on somebody else. Which, it, did you guys hear the Angelo interview? This I did. Yes. I actually listened to it on the brand new Jimmy, website that we Hello. have. Hello. Well, can I say this? And I'll get you guys' opinions. I thought he was very feisty. Like I, I guess only been four games, but he's he's react. This he, this is hitting him hard, and I, I can kind of hear it in his voice. Maybe I'm overthinking. I it. think I feisty's not the word I would use, but I totally agree with you. He sounded hum, a little humbler than the last time he's been on. A little more self assured in the way he talked. And I think that was smart. I don't know if it was purposeful or not. He's the kind of guy who you could believe that it is purposeful, that he would actually think about the way he sounds in an interview. Well, I think Andrew's saying that. Yeah, I was saying but, not, not I see, but I didn't get he that. He sounds take. like he's almost freaking out. See, no, I didn't get that at all. I got the opposite. I got that he sounded humbled, a little more chill about it, but being like, He's wired as tight as they come. I understand where you're right? coming from. That's he, what I mean. I thought I thought he sounded I, less t- t- I, tight wired and more just like. What we don't know is if they were four and one, would he sound exactly the same, or would he or come would in he with some bravado or whatever? Because let's face it, and Andy was like this. Andy Reid was like this when they when the Eagles were winning. He's telling jokes. He's coming in yes. the press conference. He's saying this to Howard. When they start losing games. Kind of like games, Howie Roseman. Man, is he a different guy. Howie Roseman's the jokester. Perfect example of it. They're winning. He's like yeah. throwing jokes around. He's like, ha, look at you, shooters and stuff. And I think that's natural. But sure. I You're actually, on the top I, of the mountain. I agree with Andrew. I thought I, I think he... It, I think he was a little bit more, he a little bit tighter today. That's interesting. Than he needed. I to definitely be. think he sounded different. We just have different interpretations of, of why he sounded different. Like overconfident to the point where, like, you get fired in, when when expectations get out of hand. Chip Kelly was is a great example of that he was super overconfident, and like I don't know that he needs to be so con- like he's allowed to win seventy games this year. It's not he's not going to get fired, but if he keeps talking like playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. well, here, here and and I actually I. I I disagree. Even if they don't make the playoffs, it still should be the expectation. This team has enough talent on it to where they should be winning in the 80s. But there's difference internal and external. Well, I, I, he didn't. But I think he's just put, you know, what's he supposed to say? His team's, his team, you, you, if you're his players and you hear that, like, aren't you like, yeah. Yeah, like, like, yeah, we do. Hell yeah, we do. Like, we're going to make playoffs at the end of the season. But it get, I mean, put it, it out it, there. It, 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 it gets put out there. You're you're right, Andrew. It's to do well, these. Oh, look, I get no, it. But we it, ripped that's Doug. A good point. I don't we know ripped, what these guys are doing. Well, that's the same thing, right? We ripped Doug for the whole Green Bay comment, and Doug was proven to be right. The point is, you need to back it up. If you right, say, you play, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. right. You could say that now, but you need to you need to be a good baseball yeah. team. If you win seventy games and you put it out there, hey, we're going to make playoffs. We're going to make playoffs, and you're terrible. Then that's where it becomes people, an issue. People are going to come back and say, hey, hey, dude, why would you say that? You guys. Sucked. He's, yeah. put, he's putting himself out there. I'm okay with it. I agree. I'm okay with that. And I, I actually respect that in a certain way that he's willing to, to put it out there. Oh, and Jack's I still respect here. it, too. I, <laughs> I like his confidence. I just don't know that the fan base can I understand. It. I, think it, I think it's a fair point. I was a little creeped out by how many times he said man today. He sounded like he wanted well, to be relatable. It's not just yeah. man yet. Can we, let's get into that for a second. Because it's not just that. It's the brothers. And the, he's dirty, man. And, like, he talks like a... Like a bro, like it's a weird. weird. It's a weird thing coming from your manager. It is because normally you're not a bro. Right? You're Pete McCannon. No, no, you're right. You're 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 
when was the last bro manager that was out there? He tans. He's talking about Hobie Milner. He's like, man, he's dirty. He's out there. He's dirty. Like, well, that's, yeah. that's I, it is, but you don't hear managers talk like that. I don't. You don't. Player too. I agree. I know. He's it's just the whole, the whole way he If talks. you heard him talk and listen, saw brother. his pictures, you'd Sounds think like the macho he's man on sometimes. Brother, the listen Jersey to me, brother. more than he's a baseball manager. Yeah, and let's face sure. it, he's tanned. He's buff. He's very When my wife saw him for the first cut. time, my wife goes, that's the Phillies manager? Yeah, man. He's gorgeous. I'm like, yeah, I but know. He I, doesn't look like a manager. She's I can like, tell you this, like From talking to the guys down in spring training, uh, they, they, you can tell that they, not that they need to be talked into the whole outfield shift and all this new stuff because they whatever's going to work the best to win them the most games, they're open to it. I think a lot of the guys kind of are like, yeah, we'll see it out. But they all, all to a T, like them, and not just because they're saying it. You can tell. You could tell. that You could tell that they, they definitely they like Gabe. They like his enthusiasm, they like his energy, and they like the fact that he always has their back. Now, we'll find out if he really does have their back because he kind of sounds like he's blaming other people already. We'll see. Also, look, talk about a lot with the Eagles, too, and all that. I mean, winning's contagious, losing is contagious. They both are. You know, that permeates the locker room. We saw it last year with that Phillies team last year. It was a bad team, but that month of May made it a whole lot worse, and people are fighting with each other, and the Nishik thing, and the Odible thing, and all that. Like, bad things get magnified when you're losing baseball games, and they seem to disappear when you're winning baseball games, and, and that difference, especially for someone who's doing things a little differently. Well, I'll leave it as this. Uh, John Kaczynski says, I uh, asked for questions. The guy from The Office? Oh, that no, it's Jim. sure. Jim. Uh, who's available next year for the Phillies manager opening? Boom, boom, boom. Bum, bum. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. I, I can't. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh god. Shoot me now. Well, I think they're sure. out of the. the, the they're they're one, one, two, three in the first against Syndergaard. Oh. Nick Williams struck out. Truly, <laughs> truly shocking. Uh, I don't know. I just they need to just just they need to calm down. I wonder how hard how hard is Gabe Kapler gonna get booed tomorrow. Is it going to be like Adam Eaton getting his, his okay. World Series ring boo, or is it going to be louder? By the way, I was at that. I was there. I too. was at that game yeah. when they get when they got the rings. It was the <laughs> Man, best. It was literally every single person. They had guys coming out who I'd never even heard of, like like the deepest of bench guys who played a game on the team. And we were also trainer. Yes, exactly. And every single person gets a Adam Eaton. Assistant equipment yes, manager. that was what it was. And then it, your Dan Baker is amazing. I know I've said that to you. It's so Always good. Sometimes. It's so good. But when, traveling secretary. <laughs> Terry. What's when they, Frank Copenhagen? Yeah. <laughs> Director of fun and games, John Brazier. Um, but the biggest, like, when Adam Eaton gets called, literally a chorus of booze. I was waiting him. for it, so. It was like, awesome. with, like, with blood It was my great. Eyes. I was so all but for he's it. A, he's, an, he's an asshole That's for why. coming out and, and do that. Yes, he didn't just take it. your ring and His go home, bro. His teammates hated him. They didn't want him to be That's there. exactly he, why. So he would get booed, so he could act like a jerk-off afterwards. Yep, you're exactly right. But to the point... Firstly, I hope Gabe Kapler. I They're hope gonna that, boo Gabe. Kapler. I, I it's only know, a matter though. of like, how hard of a they, boo it's gonna be. I feel be. like Philadelphia Phillies manager Gabe <laughs> Kapler. Oh, it's gonna. There's gonna be a note. Yeah, it's gonna well, be more right, than a smattering. Right, so of I hope there aren't. Giancarlo hope, Stanton got booed which yesterday. Which is ridiculous. In fact, in fact how midday show two homers on opening day. He strikes out five times. A boom. Yeah, but. It, it's a reaction strikeout. It's a reaction, it's a reaction strike. That's a big of a deal. They're, yeah. they're booing the they're booing the fight. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know if I overrated too. The, 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 yeah, again. I, but but so tune in tune in Thursday yes. at two, ten o'clock. Uh, the midday show will be saying whether or not gay couples <laughs> should be booed. That'll be the topic tomorrow. Lock it in. Well, that's our topic tonight, so don't uh, don't steal it. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. I, I hope they don't boom. I'm sure there'll be some booze in there. If the Phillies are smart, it's not going to be Adam And I Eaton saw booing. someone tweet this, and I don't know who it was. First of all, the Phillies were genius 
to have Doug Peterson throw out the first pitch. You could not have picked a better person to go out and throw the first pitch. If they're smart, they bring Gabe Kapler out there. I saw someone tweet this. I Glenn, can't I think, tweeted it. Glenn, arm in arm, baby. Doug Peterson and Gabe Kapler. No one in that place is booing Doug Peterson. Sorry, they're not. And they not until after he leaves, and then and then the the, the boom. But I think I disagree. I think it's Peterson and Kapler. I think you think people would boo? No. 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 Doug it doesn't matter. You could have him next to. to I was gonna go like something. But you very still aggressive. have to introduce Put him, him next to some a hole. He's getting cheered. You still have to introduce him. That's not you don't do. He's, he's coming out to do the first pitch, not the you introduction. Say, and the first pitch done. So, Peterson so, and Gabe Kapler so is with anyway, him as well, coming out in the in the in the uh, unlikely occasion that you're still listening to us and on Facebook Live. Check us out, High Hopes Podcast. We'll put out at least two episodes a week, and make sure that if you are listening. As Jack always reminds us, make sure that you give us a rating so yes. it's easier to find. So give us the give us the, the review <laughs> so we get it, and then more people can see. It. If you search for a Phillies podcast, it's 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 not as easy as it should be to find us, and yes. we're working on that. So yes, we are working. Give us the five star rating. Yeah, give us the five star rating. Really up or ratings at all? Just give us ratings and go and please yelp. Be five stars. And give us don't five let stars Jack. Don't let Jack knock us down from a five star rating, please. Do it, do it for John. Who's Skip Fritzless? <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, See you in Facebook Live. See you, podcast. We'll talk to you soon.